0: And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, along with my Hall of Fame podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber. And we got another summary for you. This is week four that we just finished up. And we've got a number of special guests, including a brand new special guest, uh, Kyle Nettenrip from the Indianapolis Star. He's the prep sports coverage guy for the Indy Star. He'll be talking with us. We also will have Paul Convery from the Regional Radio Sports Network and Dave Sockle from the Southern Indiana Sports Network. And of course, Mike Scavara, a legendary broadcaster down around Evansville, he will be talking to us also. So we got a great show lined up. Going to be talking about everything going on across the state in high school football from week four and talk maybe a little bit about what's coming up for week five. So stay tuned. It's going to be a great show. So hang on. Coaches, the 2023 season is here, and Big Cat Promotions knows that you're all gearing up for the season. Speaking of gear, Big Cat Promotion has hundreds of vendors that offer all kinds of football gear for this coming season. Travel bags, mouthpieces, towels, water bottles, practice jerseys, shorts and t-shirts. Everything you need to keep your team geared up for this new season. So give me a call at 574-551-5916, and you can shop and compare. We also deal in thousands of products that can be used for fundraising projects. 574-551-5916, and good luck in the 2023 season, and thanks for all that you do for our kids and our communities. Welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. Uh, and we are happy to have with us... a uh, this week, and uh, hopefully will be with us for the rest of the season here. Uh, Kyle uh, Denrip, who is uh, from the Indianapolis Star, and he's going to be our eyes and ears for uh, Central Indiana and, of course, around Indianapolis, where they pre- play a pretty good brand of ball. And, uh, Kyle, I understand you just got done watching a pretty good game. <laughs>
1: Yeah. A little Saturday morning special <laughs> today It was uh Chittard and cathedral. The lights went out at uh, halftime last night at Arlington the, in that game. So they moved the game over to Chittard this morning and played the second half and Chittard came back and they were down 21, 10 actually 21, nothing uh, earlier in that game. And then 21, 10 at halftime came back and beat cathedral 24, oh, uh, 21 uh, this morning. So uh, quite a scene. Those of course, those two old rivals in, in the, uh, in the city. And, uh, Big big win for start.
0: I bet that's for sure. All right, some of the other things there. And by the way, we have do have uh, uh, my Hall of Fame podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber, with me also. So uh, uh, he'll be maybe firing some questions at you too, Kyle. There, but uh, give us a rundown on some of the things that happened around the Circle City uh, last Friday night or yesterday.
1: Yeah, the big one was, uh, sh- uh, I'm sorry, uh, HSE and Fishers in the Mudsock game. That's the game I covered. It was 35-34. Uh, HSE won in overtime. And very similar game to last year. Fishers had a, a kind of a, a comeback. And Kobe Martin, their running back, who's who's uh, committed to Miami, Ohio, had 285 yards and three touchdowns. He scored on the first possession of overtime. And there was offsides on the extra point. So... Um, Fisher's decides to go for two, uh, they stuff him and then HSE scores and, and makes the extra point, uh, to, to win at 35, 34. So, you know, felt, uh, you know, I know Kurt Funk, uh, was kind of, you know, he said that decision would probably haunt him, uh, to go for two there. I, I couldn't blame him though, because man, sure. it was, uh, the way they have been running the ball, I would have done the same thing, but they, you know, the, the linebacker there stuffed him. And, uh, and HSC goes on and wins it. So that's a game we'll probably see again for sure in the sectionals they played together in sectional three. And I'm sure in a few weeks, you know, there more than a few weeks, but it'll, you know, that sectional, uh, will probably come down to those two teams again.
0: Yeah. Well, you'd be a hero or a goat and, uh, that's the way that always works out. So, uh, you know, I guess goats, not the right word anymore, but, uh, anyway, um, that's, uh, sounds like it was a real, uh, slugfest.
1: Yeah, it was a great game, and it's uh, you know one of those games where you have you know there was eight thousand people. There. I mean, oh, it's wow. Fisher's HSE always draws a ton mm-hmm. uh, of fans, regardless of the record. But then you add in both teams are you know top six in, in 6A, and in six A, and it was just phenomenal. The atmosphere, the game matched the uh, the atmosphere. I'll say, I mean, it was it was both those teams. I think are state contenders from the the north side of the bracket, and uh, you know I think Fisher's c- can come away from that feeling like. Like they played right with them. I mean, they, if not, sure. if not played better than HSC in a lot of, they just gave up way too many big plays. Uh, you know, four touchdowns of 67 yards or more, all four touchdowns were, were long ones and uh, it's hard to win like that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a great game. HSC made the plays like they did last year and they, they end up winning and I know they're, they're very hungry after losing to Fort Wayne Carroll in the semi-state last year to, sure. uh, to make it to Lucas oil.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. What else you got for us, Kyle?
1: Well yeah, I mean that was kind of the big one but the then uh, one, yeah. you had you had the Ben Davis IMG game, uh you know, IMG coming up from Florida and and uh, they put it on Ben Davis a little bit. It was 34 to uh, 14. Uh but Ben Davis I think you know you, you come out of that one feeling like all right, we're not going to see any team more talented than, than IMG Academy who's you know ranked 4th in the country uh in any game this year. And I know, you know, from talking to some people who were there, they they had a couple opportunities that they couldn't quite uh, punch in uh, to make that a closer game. But you know, 34, 14, that's nothing to uh, be demoralized about. I don't think. And you know, Ben Davis may drop from the, from the top of the rankings in six A. don't know that for sure, but, uh, but they could, and there's a lot of teams who can have claim to that. But, uh, but Westfield, I saw they get another good win, 28, 21 over Noblesville. They've been winning a lot of close games so far this season. Um, uh, Center Grove had to come from behind and, and beat uh, Cincinnati Moeller. That was another wow. big game, 35-34. Uh, to 34. Uh, That game also went to overtime. So, Center Grove came behind, and that's a good – yeah, that's a good rivalry. Uh, you know, sort of Indiana versus Ohio uh, sure. type of bragging rights game, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so that's a good win for Center Grove. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a Molar team. That's they've lost three games now to Indiana teams: uh, East Central, uh, Center Grove, and Ben Davis. So right. I don't know if that's ever happened before. You know, <laughs> Mueller, Molar is yeah. such a great program. You bet. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of close games last night. Garen Catholic Bieber, Buff buff uh, thirty-five to twenty-nine. Uh, that was another bragging rights uh, type of game. Uh, Carmel got beat by Louisville Trinity, forty-one to fourteen. Uh, you know what stuck out? There, I, you know Lawrence North is is still undefeated. They in North Central's a little bit down, but uh, Lawrence North is undefeated and they play Carmel next week. Four and zero right now for the Wildcats. So you know Pat Mallory's team. Uh, off to a really good start. I'm, I'm curious to see if they can keep it going here. Uh, they got a couple nice wins already so far this season. So that's a program he's really got uh, turned around in his tenure there at LN. Um, so, yeah, those are some of the big ones, you, um, you know, the – Lot Of course, there's a lot more, but uh, sure. those are some of the bigger ones from Friday.
0: Well, those are the ones that, uh, yeah, we're always interested in you giving us some perspective on. We appreciate that. No question about it. Uh, uh, Coach Huber uh, handles a lot of the polls. Uh, Coach Huber, you think uh, Ben Davis will drop out of the first place ranking as a result of their mm-hmm. score?
2: Well, probably because it's been close with Center Grove for the last couple of weeks now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was kind of surprised that uh, Center Grove had that much trouble um, win it because, uh, Ben Davis put it on, uh, Molar pretty good, didn't they? Yeah.
1: yeah, they did. It was 49 to 28. So I was kind of the same way, uh, coach. I thought, uh, you know, I was a little bit surprised by that. It's always, it's always a little bit maybe misleading to look at, uh, you know, scores that, you know, comparative scores right. so th- that sometimes can be, but yeah, I mean, that's all we have to go on right now. Right. And I would probably, uh, You know, probably give Ben Davis a nod just based on that alone. But, uh, but you know, it's too bad we're not we don't see the Ben Davis Center Grove game this year because Ben Davis got one year out of it to play IMG for this this single game. But, uh, but I think that you know that's a game certainly we could see in the later in the tournament. And uh, right now, you know, I would say. Those two, along with, you know, Brownsburg, keeps rolling. Uh, Brownsburg plays Fishers next week. That'll mm-hmm. be a huge game. And uh, HSC plays Westfield. So, a couple of huge uh, HCC games next week, uh, you know, between those four teams who are probably the best four in the in the league right now. So, right. but yeah, I'm with you. I, I was a little surprised. Uh, Center Grove, had to, they were down 21-6 in that game. I had to come back and beat the uh,
2: Moeller. Wow. Yeah. You know, I'm impressed right now with Garen Catholic. Uh, he's having a heck of a year, Tom Dilley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and of course, uh, you know, he always stumbles a little bit when he plays all, you know, Cathedral and Chattard and, and uh, rebuff. but uh, they put it on Brebuff last night. So, you know, he's uh, 4-0. and uh, It's been a while.
1: Yeah, that's a good win for that program. Uh, Burbuff is is probably not as strong defensively this year, but their offense is really, really good. And uh, that's the most points Aaron's given up is the 29. But, you know, with Ryan Zimmerman, you know, at quarterback, they're capable of, of putting up a lot of points. And, and he's a kid who last year got injured in this game and, and missed the rest of the year with a broken collarbone. Uh, so I'm sure it felt good for him to get out there and have the type of game he did and, and for them to get that win. But, yeah, I mean, I think you have to think of Garen as a, you know, after seeing Chattard this morning, I think they're clearly the best uh, 3A team, or they're the favorite right now. But I think you have to put Garen, who I think is ranked second in 3A right now, uh, they got to be right up there with them. So that will be that'll be a game to watch uh, down down the road here. I forget when they play, but uh, that should be a good one.
0: Yep. All right. I agree. Yep. All right, Kyle. Thanks for spending some time with us, uh, Kyle Netrip with uh, Indianapolis Star. We really appreciate you spending some time with us here on the Indiana Football Coaches Association podcast and uh, being our eyes and ears on uh, the all-powerful central part of the state there that plays uh, some darn good football. And, uh, Kyle, we really appreciate you giving us your input.
3: Absolutely glad to do it,
1: guys. And uh, sorry I had to put you off there for a little bit. I was covering the rest of that game, but I totally. uh,
2: didn't expect that to happen. So
4: yeah. totally, <laughs> totally understandable. Yeah, we, uh,
0: Go ahead. You
2: know, the star, you know, the – Star has the AP poll also, right? So, uh, are you going to split now? Are you um, IFCA and an AP guy, or what? Is, where's your loyalty? I'm loyal to whoever's
1: going to uh, be <laughs> loyal to me. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we wow. do have the, I like that. It's nice to have both polls because sure. uh, you know again, again, it gives you some balance on who th- who's thinking what. So, I look at both of them and, and try to gain some knowledge you know polls are just fun i mean people get sure. up in arms sometimes about them but i think they're fun to uh to kind of, it's how you it's how you kind of gauge who's who's good and, and yeah. who's deserving it's a big deal for those kids to be yeah. ranked so
0: absolutely and it's good for the fan base too i mean always so uh,
1: yeah good stuff absolutely
0: well again uh kyle thanks again and uh, we appreciate it and uh, we'll be talking to you again next week all
1: right guys thanks for having me you bet
2: thank you
0: Paul Condre, who is uh, with us, and Paul, the expert from northern Indiana, actually across the state. Uh, Paul, uh, let's start up with the roundup of what took place. And there were some big games and big upsets last night.
4: Yeah, that was an exciting night here in week number four. It's hard to believe as we're coming to the midway point of the season. But, yeah, just give me a quick flyover uh, be- before we get a chance. I wanted to talk with you guys today, especially with Coach Huber, about the amazing legacy of uh, Don Bungie, who passed away at the age of 100. I'd like to uh, visit that topic a little bit here in a moment. But, yeah, the flyover starting in the Noonan Conference. I think uh, everything kind of tr- uh, held true to form last night. Crown Point won its uh, 13th straight regular season game and ninth straight in the league. Tyveen had a great night defensively for Valparaiso. Interesting game. I did this game on regional radio sports Valpo, 340 yards of offense and 21st downs. Travis Davis, 31 rushes, 178 yards and three scores. But Michigan City, 0 for 5 on fourth down conversion. They had three turnovers, and they had the ball inside the 15 three times and came away with nothing. But still a pretty good performance for Jaden Hart, the great uh, wide slash running back who's headed off to Syracuse. He ended up with 150 yards in receiving. Pretty neat game. Portage hung around with Mariville for a while. Crown point, as I alluded to, big win there. Chesterton got its first league of the win. As you move over to the Northwest Crossroads, the most interesting game of the night had to be the Hobart kankakee Valley game. As we saw something that's never happened in the history of Hobart football in 100 years. The highest scoring game in the history of these two teams. Hobart defeated Kinkakee Valley 53-48. There were three kickoff returns for scores in this one. 109 plays, 774 total yards, 41st downs for both teams combined. And that was a that was an old-fashioned uh, slobber knocker yes. uh, down at Kinkakee Valley last night. Also in that same Northwest Crossroads, Hanover Central got a big win against Lowell as Matt Koontz, uh, was 22 of 28, 211 yards running back. Uh, Caden Barrett uh, did a great job, as always. 16 rushes, 138 yards. Hanover Central, which is in the n- Northwest Crossroads, for the first time is uh, making a point for a lot of things. Out in the Great Lakes Conference, Hammond Central won their 4-0 for the first time. Moving on over to some of the other leagues we get a chance to, to cover in the Northern Indiana Conference. You guys uh, followed this very, very well. South and Riley is off to a 4-0 start for the first time since 1995 under the leadership of Derek Lee, Uh, New Prairie, St. Joe, and Penn, all winners uh, in their respective games. Those are the three top teams in the East-West Division. Over in the Northern Lakes, of course, the Big Four continue to do what they need to do. Plymouth, check this one out, guys. Ended the streak 1,441 days since the Rockies won. They won last night as they beat... Wawa C25-19, and, of course, Knox and LaVille are on a collision course in the Hoosier North as they're going to be matched up in a game, I think, coming up on 922, And I think we also would be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that uh, Bud Wright got win number 400 in 50 last night. I hope that was a good enough flyover for y'all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Another big Northern Lakes uh, uh, contest there. Northridge surprised Northwood last night in uh, what uh, around the NLC you consider somewhat of an upset, Paul.
4: I would think that is the case too. I talked to Bart Curtis this morning and we both agreed on that particular uh, scenario. Northridge good went for Chad's kids. I really thought that Northwood was going to run the table until they had a chance to take on Warsaw and of course Mm. You know that game is uh, coming up uh, this, week. this week, and mm-hmm. David, you'll have that game, I'm sure. So you bet. you'll know that up close. This, I think, this is a pivotal time for mm-hmm. Mishawaka these next two games because, or, or for should I say, for Warsaw, because Warsaw's got Northwood, and right. then they go are on the road at Mishawaka. If they're right. going to win the Northern Lakes Conference. They've got to at least split these next two. If Bart wins them both, they're going to win the title. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the last one left will be Northridge, and they're doing an incredible job over there, uh, as they have been doing for the last two or three years. It's just uh, remarkable what's going on at Northridge. But, uh, yep, big things going on all across the northern part of the state and the southern part of the state, too.
4: Yeah, no question about it. Coach Huber, one of the things I know that you're actively involved, and you keep an eye on what all our great coaches have done, but so let's talk about the impact that we've had, that Don Bungie had at uh, Bremen High School. Truly, one of the great gentlemen of the game. He really did it all. 33 years. They named the field after him at Bremen High School. But this guy was just a fixture of excellence in everything he did, from coaching honors to athletic director's honors. He was really one of the the great guys and the, one of the foundational men in the Indiana Football Coaches Association, as well as. Uh, uh, high school football in our state, he was a true groundbreaking guy.
3: Yeah, he was ni- in the mid-50s, Coach Bungie came to Bremen. Okay, and he had uh, several chances. I mean, I, I you know, can remember sitting talking to him about uh, why didn't you do this, why didn't you do that? Because uh, we loved the town, we loved the kids, we loved this, and we loved that and you're absolutely correct. I mean, it was uh, uh, it was a love fest over there, and you know, you, I talk like that, but he may have been one of the toughest individuals <laughs> I have ever been around, I'll tell you. And uh, you know, there are guys that coached against him that were scared of him. Uh, you know, yep. he he would get those uh, get those eyes, and he'd stare at you, and boy, and I, you know. <laughs> I oh, can remember. You. I was his second quarterback, okay? Um, back in the mid-50s, the second quarterback, 1957, I, 1958, the fall of 58. And there was a guy named Bill who was a senior uh, actually that year, and then uh, I became uh, 58 and 59, and we won the two conference championships, and we were on our way, but uh, you know, what you know, Bremen uh, was so fortunate to have a guy like him and his wife, Jan. Uh, you know, he he just, um, he was just the right guy for the right, you know, you talk about Bud Wright winning 450. Okay, well, uh, Coach Bungie didn't win 450, but I'll tell you one thing. Uh, he did so many good things that uh, you can't, you, you know, you just couldn't write them all down.
4: You know, to your case in point about those eyes, I had conversations with him. But, you know, he was a tough cookie. He was a member of the 101st Airborne. He was a U.S. Army paratrooper during World War II. I mean, this guy did it all. He was uh, won the most prestigious award in all of Indiana, as he was uh, named. He uh, got the Sagamore of the Wabash by an Indiana governor in 1974. I mean, how many coaches have uh, a, their, a day in their city, a, you know, every year it's Don Bungie Day in September, and I tell you what—what what an amazing guy! I tell you, truly, a a foundational hero for that community. And I know Coach Huber—that you would uh, his impact in your life is one that's you know is the reason you have had such great success where you're at because of uh, uh, the investment that he made in your lives in the lives of so many of those uh, young lions that uh, uh, that played football at Bremen.
3: Yep. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, what I, I look back at it, and I'm just th- so thankful. I can remember, uh, you know, going to the going to the early meetings, and and uh, well, I can remember grabbing a bucket and walking the field, uh, picking up rocks uh, that they were going to put that field down now, which is now Bungie Field, as you mentioned, and uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I don't, you just can't, you can't measure. Um, you know how much good the man did in his life uh he was a very very close friend of doc bowen uh when doc was uh roman uh you know indiana and as and then also into the uh, uh you know the administration the federal government so uh you know no question uh october 1st is going to be a a big day at Bremen high school because that's when they're going to have a memorial service for uh, Coach Coach Don Donald J. Bungie.
4: Yeah, it was. A, he's a great one. One of the guys, uh, true foundational guys, and uh, we're you know we're blessed to be able to get to know him. So, you know that's a pretty good uh, wrap up for the uh, the the fourth week of the season, guys. I know week number five, we're going to have some great uh, uh, some great matchups on the horizon. But uh, it's as always, it's a pleasure to be with you
0: thanks thanks paul thanks so much for being with us paul Uh, you have a blessed day and a a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week thanks guys okay thanks paul we'll be back with more right after this and welcome back everyone to the indiana football coaches association's official podcast i'm your uh, podcast host along with my hall of fame partner coach ted huber and we welcome uh, back to the show from southern indiana sports dave sockle And uh, Dave, it's always good to have you on the show here to give us a rundown on all the action that took place down there by the river. So take off.
5: Well, you know, I said the game to watch was the Bloomington North and Bloomington South game last week. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it lived up to it. Had an upset, number nine Bloomington North. They upset number two Bloomington South uh, in the championship uh, for Bloomington, Indiana. That Mm -hmm. final was 25-24 in overtime. Wow. And uh, if that wasn't good enough, uh, the other game that I I told you to watch was the Franklin and Whiteland game. Mm And uh, Franklin, uh, upset number three, Whiteland. Again, 22 Wow! And so I tell you what, it was some some great football, uh, basically uh, going right down to the end of all those games. And I even have another one as Martinsville. This is all in five A. They upset number eight Decatur Central. Same score of the Bloomington North, Bloomington South game. That final again, twenty-five to twenty-four. So some real great action in Southern Indiana in five A. Now uh, look at look it up at six today. I saw that. Davis lost, and mm-hmm. Center Grove just got past Cincinnati Molar, 35-34. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, a little bit out of my area, but uh, kind of in my area. Carmel, and uh, they lost to uh, Trinity uh, down here in Louisville, right. a big power for years, along with St. X and Mail, mm-hmm. and uh, that's right across the bridge where I'm from, and uh, Carmel came down here, and uh, the Shamrocks over there in Kentucky put a beating on them, 41-14, to mm-hmm. but uh, again, you usually have three teams, that's Trinity, St. X, and Mail over there that are always after the 6A championship in Kentucky, so uh, losing to uh, one of those teams, okay, Is not to be anything that you should be ashamed of, as they are very, very good football programs. Moving on to 4A, maybe. Maybe the best team in the state. I don't know. Number one, East Central over Franklin County, 55 to nothing. Number six, New Palestine over uh, Mount Vernon of Fort, uh, Fortville. That final was 63 to 39. Number seven, Greenfield. They nipped uh, number 15, Pendleton Heights in four a 43 to 38. And number nine, Ron Colley up uh, there in the Indianapolis area over Columbus North, 38 to 10. Another team I said to watch out for over on the, the southern west side of uh, the state. That's Northview. They beat uh, West Vigo last night 49-7. to They are ranked number 11 in 4A. Moving on to 3A. Number 3, Lawrenceburg over Greensburg. No problem there. 42 to nothing. Heritage Hills. Another team I like. Number 8 in the state over South Spencer. That final 40 to nothing. Number 14, Southridge. They beat Pike Central 49-12. to Number 17, Batesville over Rushville 56-18. to And uh, uh, number four in two A, it was Triton Central over number seventeen in three A, Monrovia. That final fifty-five to twenty-eight. Over in two A, watch out for the Braves of Brownstown. They uh, are ranked number two. They beat Salem forty-seven to nothing. Number eight Linton Stock has got back in the winning ways, but just barely as uh, they were able to nip Sullivan fourteen to twelve. And number ten North Posey beat Tell City thirty-five to nothing. Uh, uh, in one a it was uh, Greencastle they upset number four South Putnam 51 to Nine hundred points scored in that ball game. Number five Providence against uh, their city foe Clarksville. Those two schools are about a mile apart from each other, but no trouble for the Pioneers over Clarksville. That final sixty-six to eight. Pioneers ranked fifth in one A. Number nine North Decatur over Shenandoah twenty-one to seven, and uh, a bit of an upset. Springs Valley past number thirteen West Washington in one A. Uh, pretty handedly forty-six to seven. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere throughout the southern part of the state, it was Bedford-North Lawrence over New Albany, 52-14. Brown County got their first win over Irvington Prep, 62-6. Cascade, no trouble over Cloverdale, 68 to nothing. Columbus East got their first win over Jennings County, 49-27. Eastern Green Past Mitchell, 41-14. Here's a good one. Floyd Central over Seymour, 50-47. Oh, wow. Forest Park Pete Tecumseh, 28 28- Eight to 17. Uh, Greenwood Christian over Edinburgh, 35 to 6. Jasper passed Bossy 56 to 34. Fern Creek of Kentucky across the bridge again over Jeffersonville, 48 to 27. Madison may beat Carroll County of Kentucky, 34 to nothing. It was Milan over Switzerland County, 50 to 7. Mooresville over Greenwood, 59 to 22. Mount Vernon opposed again, again uh, beating Washington that final 38 to nothing. And uh, it was North Harrison, big win here. This could go a long way in uh, the Mid-Southern Conference as uh, they beat Charlestown, So the Cougars must be for real, 34 to 22. It was North Davie's past Princeton, 42 to 27. Owen Valley past rival Edgewood, 40 to six. Paoli no problem past Perry Central, 44 22. Scottsburg over Corden, 42 to seven. Shelbyville over Newcastle, 34 to 14. Silver Creek got their second win of the season over peak at Eastern 33 to 12 South Dearborn past Connorsville 32 to 13 and it was uh, South Decatur over Crawford County 42 to 21 we also had the Battle of Terre Haute, and it was south over north that final 34 to nothing. And, uh, and again, another great week of football at week number four here in Southern Indiana. And uh, I tell you, Dave, we've got some great games coming up in week five. One game to watch. We're going to see if the Bulldogs of Batesville are for real. They're ranked number 17 in the coaches' poll in 3A. They're 4 0. And guess who they get this week? they get East Central, and oh, wow. I think they may be the best team in the state. Mm-hmm. They uh, are 4-0 and, of course, ranked number one in 4A. They have not been tested at all. Well, I guess you could say last week when they beat Moeller uh, by 10, but you got to realize Center Grove, who's ranked number two, just got past Moeller in overtime this week. So, again, uh, East Central uh, looking for back-to-back state championships there. Uh, number five in 1A Providence, they'll be at Charlestown. That'll be be a good ball game. Mm-hmm. bedford North Lawrence, who uh, Dallas won a couple of straight, they will be at Seymour, and that will go a long way as far as the Hoosier Hills Conference, as Floyd Central is uh, in that conference, too, and those are the three top teams uh, down here in the, the bottom of the state. Decatur Central at Mooresville, that is always a fun game. Franklin is at Martinsville. These are two teams that, uh, well, you don't know what really what to expect from week to week. Uh, as uh, Frank now uh, with that big win over Whiteland. They will take on the Artesians there at Siderwitz Stadium. That uh, coming up uh, on Friday night. Big Mid-Southern Conference. This will probably determine who the champion is in the Mid-Southern Conference. 4-0 North Harrison, and they've got a tough task as they will be at number 2, and in 2A, that is Brownstown, both teams 4-0. Number 10, 2A North Posey, they're going to be at number 8, 3A Heritage Hill. That'll be another good one. And finally, boy, this is a grudge match. Number 14, 3A Southridge. They are going to be at number five, Gibson Southern, who, again, ranked number five in 3A. So a lot of good football coming your way. And, boy, we had some uh, exciting games uh, on Friday night uh, here in the southern part of the state. A lot of one-point games and a lot of shootouts that yeah. uh, went on. As the offense seems to be pretty good. We just uh, seem to have some teams that uh, probably need a little work on defense. As uh, man, we we've got we've got basketball scores coming yeah, in do. down here at uh, in the southern part of the state. So, but I, I enjoy that. I I yeah. enjoy that kind of football. I like it when they're lighting up the scoreboard, yeah. and uh, they did last night. But uh, some great games throughout the southern part of the state.
0: Absolutely, Dave. And we appreciate you reporting on all of those. And uh, uh, Coach Huber, any particular surprises you uh, see uh, being uh, having a southern flavor to your experience in uh, football in the state of Indiana?
2: No, not really. I just, you know, Center Grove uh, surprised me. I thought they they would win by more. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, but what are you going to do? You know, I know that Eric Moore will say that we have not been beaten by any Indiana team in four years.
0: Right, right. And if
2: you, and if you think about it, that's true. Yeah, okay? absolutely. They're, <laughs> they're making their uh, they're making their jaunt through Ohio at the moment, right. and they're going to go back. Yeah, yeah. next week
0: absolutely well once again dave thanks for uh, being with us thanks for filling in uh, filling us in on what's going on down there as we said one of the major goals is to keep everyone informed on in what's happening south of indianapolis because there is as you said lots of good football being played down there by the river so we appreciate your time
5: no problem, and uh, look forward to uh, week number five. Can't believe we already moving, uh, are heading into week number five. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the season will be more than halfway over as far as the regular season uh, after, uh, well, uh, upcoming Friday night games.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. All righty, well, thanks again, Dave. You have yourself a good weekend. and No uh, problem. You, you guys know, too. You bet. We'll be back with more right after this. Coaches, the 2023 season is here, and Big Cat Promotions knows that you're all gearing up for the season. Speaking of gear, Big Cat Promotion has hundreds of vendors that offer all kinds of football gear for this coming season travel bags, mouthpieces, towels, water bottles, practice jerseys, shorts, and t shirts everything you need to keep your team geared up for this new season. So give me a call at 574-551-5916, and you can shop and compare. We also deal in thousands of products that can be used for fundraising projects. 574-551-5916. And good luck in the 2023 season, and thanks for all that you do for our kids and our communities. And welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I have Mike Scavara with us now. Of course, I have my Hall of Fame podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber, with me also. And uh, uh, we're taking a look uh, across the state and summarizing this past weekend. And we're talking, as I said, to Mike Scavara, who's our eyes and ears, especially around uh, southwest uh, Indiana down there by the river and around Evansville. So, Mike, um, how did it go down uh, south this past week?
2: Well, a lot of teams are showing uh, what their strengths are and uh, what areas uh, they need to improve on, and some teams still trying to uh, find themselves. As uh, you know, we start week number five, and you know, when you throw in the tournament, uh, which uh, gives you a 10th game, you know, we're, we're, we're halfway through the season come this Friday. So, uh, both these uh, uh, situations uh, in a lot of sports, uh, things go fast. Uh, this last Friday in the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference, uh, both Memorial and Wrights who are ranked uh, Memorial number four, Wrights number three, and both in four A, uh, they were able to come away with wins, and they're the only two teams still undefeated in the uh, Southern Indiana Athletic Conference. Is uh, uh, Corey Brunson's uh, Wrights Panthers? They came away with a twenty-four to seven win over uh, Evansville North. Uh, North w- at last week was ranked number fourteen uh, in four A. Joey uh, Peridon's ball club. And uh, great performance from their quarterback uh, Ben Davies, twenty at twenty-five for eighty percent for two sixty-nine and two touchdowns. Ted, you take that from your quarterback every week, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't throw that much in a in a season. <laughs> well, I tell you what, and we had a record-setting performance by senior wide receiver uh, Roland Vera Jr. He tied the school record over at Evansville Wrights, and you talk about it. You know, Evansville Wrights is the number two team. In, in the history of the IHSAA and victories behind Indianapolis Cathedral and to tie a record, uh, 15 receptions for 225 yards uh, and actually 225 yards set a reception yardage record. So Roland, uh, Vera Jr. Did a good job and, uh, their defense, uh, again, is ranked fourth in the state out of 316 teams. They've only given up 21 points, seven points each in the last three games. And, uh, Uh, Aiden Wells, uh, he's uh, one of the top tacklers, uh, along with A.J. uh, Coates, who had 10 tackles. uh, uh, They've also got a great kicker, Kiefer Sanderson. He's perfect on the year on extra points with 13 of 13, five of six from field goals, and he might have the longest field goal in the state. Uh, He kicked a 51-yarder earlier this year. So uh, they're 4-0, Evansville Memorial. Uh, They... uh, had a, another ball game with two ranked teams as Evansville Memorial, as we said, number four and four, a, they took on their, uh, parochial rival, number eight and two, a Evansville modern day, who were the two, a state champs last year and played in the championship game the year before that. And it, it was really a, a defensive struggle as uh, Memorial was able to come out on, on top on nine to six. Uh, they went ahead on a 12 yard touchdown pass to, uh, Luke Elsperman, who, uh, Is uh, ranked number two in four A in receptions, and uh, they led six nothing at halftime. Modern day, then uh, schedule like this. They hadn't run a tight end uh, the whole first half and much of the season. They bring in a tight end and they run behind the tight end side, flipping back and forth. They go fifty two yards in ten plays and (laughs) get the score tied because both extra points were missed. But the ensuing possession, Memorial goes down. gets down to the Wildcats five-yard line, and then uh, uh, Tate Barrett kicks the winning uh, field goal. But after that, there was a lot of defense being played. We talked about Wright being uh, number four in the state overall. Well, Memorial is actually two points better. They've only given up 19 points. So they're tied for second behind Alexandria, uh, with Alexandria, for giving up the fewest points uh, in the state of Indiana. So Mm. defense. Uh, in the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference from the top, uh, has really uh, stepped up. Uh, also, uh, you know, ranked uh, in 3A, number 13, Vincennes, Vince they had no trouble over Brandon Artist uh, ball club 56-6 uh, uh, to uh, six. Uh, and uh, Castle, Doug Hurts ball club no trouble against Mo Sutton's ball club Evansville Harrison, they win 49-7 uh, to seven. and Vincennes and Castle guys, uh, they are both three and one in the conference and they're right behind Memorial and right. And they'll square off uh, this Friday uh, uh, as well. And then Jasper, uh, they had a, a, a big win 56, 34 over bossy big one on this one. Carter Holmes worth 226 yards, rushing 30 rushes and four touchdowns. So that's the Southern Indiana athletic conference. You Turkey took, took, look at the pocket athletic conference. Uh, uh, things kind of went, uh, the Way they probably were going to be going is uh, uh, you know, Heritage Shields, uh, uh Todd Wilkerson's ball club. Uh, you know, after uh, 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 a season last year that uh, they wanted to forget, uh, they shut out uh, South Spencer, uh, they're, they're number six and three a this week, uh, 40 to nothing. Wow. Uh, so they're a uh, number uh, one, uh, four and oh, they're the only four and oh team in the big school division where North Posey. Uh, they came away with a, a convincing win also, uh, a, a shutout as well. Um, uh, as uh, Welland Shanks Ball Club, uh, they're number 10 in 2A uh, this week. They beat Tel City uh, uh, 35 to nothing. And also uh, number 11 this week in 3A Southridge, uh, they were able to come away uh, uh, as uh, Scott Beating's Ball Club lost to Heritage Hills the first week. They're now 3-1. They beat Pike Central. And uh, Gibson Southern, uh, uh, they are number uh, 7 and 3A this week. They lost to another out-of-state team, South Warren of Kentucky, who is uh, uh, a state contender year in, year out uh, over in that. So uh, those are some of the big games. Uh, The biggest game probably matching up this Friday, Heritage Hills uh, uh, is going to take on uh, uh, North Posey. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that will go a long way in determining – uh, the winner of big school and uh, small school, uh, as uh, also uh, Southridge is going to take on Gibson Southern, and uh, that's another matchup of uh, big school and a small school. Gibson Southern being the big school, and uh, also uh, you know give a, a little uh, uh, loving to uh, Forest Park and Mount Vernon as uh, uh, they uh, are each uh, uh, three and one uh, as well as Terry Riggs, Forest Park, in his second year, uh, and Justin Fisher, who was an assistant his first year uh, over at Mount Vernon. So a lot of things going on there. Now, we always talk about the, those two conferences. There's some other schools uh, uh, in Region 9, and uh, two of them are in the Potoka Lake Conference, uh, Springs Valley, Jason Lowe's ball club. He's in his third year. Uh, he's, uh, for the Blackhawks, fashioned a 3-1 and record uh, uh, and, uh, also, uh, Perry central, Greg Gibson in his 12th year there. They're one and three, but they're both one and one. And they both lost to Paoli. Uh, uh, Neil Detmer's ball club uh, is three and one as well. And, uh, also in another conference, uh, is, uh, North Davies uh, they are in the same, uh, uh, county, uh, in, uh, with Washington as, uh, uh, Trent Fine's ball club. Uh, he's in his 11th year. Uh, they're also three and one. So mm-hmm. a lot of things going on, uh, in the state, uh, some good upcoming games as, uh, uh, there's four teams re- still, uh, four, no, uh, heritage shields, North Posey, of course, uh, Evansville Memorial and, uh, uh, and, uh, Evansville, right. And, you know, we always talk about Bloomington North and Bloomington South. Well, you know, they matched up and, uh, Ted, you know, they had an epic battle there. that went to overtime mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, North uh, actually came away uh, uh, with the win. God bless. They they remain four and zero as Gabe uh, Johnson. Uh, uh, the Bloomington South uh, team drops to three and one. But I'm sure in sectional 15, uh, uh, th- those two teams, so they're still both ranked in the top ten. North number three and uh, South number five and 5A sectional 15. I would imagine uh, that conference Indiana battle will be uh, fought again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's uh that's the longest sort of it
0: guys down here well i appreciate that Um, uh, mike i wanted to mention you mentioned a young man that kicked a 51 yarder uh longest in the state uh we have a young man up here in warsaw mason Smythe's name uh and he kicked a 52 yarder which set a school uh-huh. record for us about uh a week or so ago so uh um yeah, i don't know no. who's got the longest but uh that's uh i was laughing well, I yeah i was laughing I was watching the college guys play and there's one guy that lined up to kick a 54 yard field goal. Uh, I forget who I was watching, but anyways, they said, well, this is the longest in his career. And I'm laughing to myself and thinking we got a junior on our high school team that kicked a 52 yarder last week. So I wasn't
2: sure. I wasn't sure what Sanderson was, but a 51 that's up there. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Anytime you get up in that territory, that's, that's a big kick. No question about it. But, uh, but I always remember what Ted used to tell me about the kickers. Whatever you do, um, leave the kickers alone. Don't bother. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've
2: got some stories of some of the kickers I've kicked, uh, uh, or coached as well, and mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the psyche of kickers uh, is on a different plane right. for the rest of the players.
0: Yeah, yeah. An offensive line coach like myself has no business – talking to the kicker about what he does that's for sure
2: somebody uh, comes up on the sideline and says hey boy this is really an important kick
0: yeah (laughs)
2: yeah Yeah. it really adds to Uh, the drama get away leave him alone (laughs) that's that's, that's exactly Mm
0: -hmm. but um yeah all right well mike thanks a lot for filling us in that's great uh we are buzzing right through this season and uh uh, yeah, we'll be halfway done with the regular season here. We're right there with this fifth game coming up, and uh, like I said, across the state, the cream is rising to the top in many of the conferences, and uh, there's going to be conference showdowns uh, coming. As uh, you know, and Ted has often commented about the uh, about the conference uh, being really the lifeblood of high school football, and I really truly believe that as long as we've been doing this, uh, you know, these these battles, these epic battles. Uh, between these schools as they vie for a conference championship. That's level That's right. one.
2: Yeah. It's not, it's not only the, the players, uh, it's the students in the school oh, yeah. and, and it's, it's the, uh, it's the parents, it's the alumni mm. and it's the bragging rights for a, a lot of areas. Uh, sure. Uh, a, as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. Well, Mike, thanks a lot. Uh, have a great week and uh, keep, uh, uh, Reporting to us, we really appreciate you spending some time and talking to us about what's going on down there um, by the river because, uh, as I said, one of our goals here is to uh, – the South needs to be recognized as much as possible, just as much as the North, because there's a lot of good football down there, a lot of great coaches, great kids, great communities, and we certainly want to promote that as much as we possibly can.
2: Yeah, uh, Hey, guys, and anytime I can talk football with you two guys, uh, it's a pleasure. Looking forward to it <laughs> next week.
0: All right. We'll be back with more right after this. And welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And uh, this is our weekly summary as we travel across the state and take a look at different things and uh, hear from uh, different sports writers and people that are in the know in their particular area of the state, they're part of the state. And we really appreciate their uh, input. We've got input from everyone from uh the north to the south and uh, in the middle now that we have Kyle with us uh from the Indianapolis Star. So uh but we are looking for and are gonna be trying to contact and we'll get in touch with the Fort Wayne area writer. But uh Coach Huber, you got some information for us. Uh let's just I'm gonna turn you loose and just talk to us.
2: All right. We've got Fort Wayne area. Uh, which right now is probably Fort Wayne Snyder. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got a big ball game this week. Uh, They play Carroll. Carroll comes to Fort Wayne, and they got that big ball game. But Fort Wayne Snyder is, uh, you know, they're ranked number one. Mm -hmm. Uh, They put the hammer down on Fort Wayne South. South's not very good this year. But anyway, uh, you know, in the Fort Wayne area, I suppose you might say that uh, they are probably the class, Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne Snyder mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Fort Wayne uh, in Fort Wayne also is Heritage they're a school that not normally is heard about in the football circles but uh, they're 4-0 and um, they got a big ball game this week against Adams Central oh, yeah. because Adams Central is yeah, Adams Central is is been a powerhouse for quite a while, and they say they got the best team they've had in a long time. So, that should be a real uh, wing danger up there sure. in the Fort Wayne area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Lords, uh, they're doing their thing. Uh, they lost a couple now. They've won a couple, and they're two and two, and getting mm-hmm. ready to to push towards the end of the year. So, uh, Fort Wayne Lures is always somebody to be to be reckoned with.
0: Right.
2: Uh, I also think we ought to look at Lafayette area a little bit. Absolutely. Okay? Lafayette Jeff is kind of stuck in six, a, uh, all by themselves. They started out 0 and two. Now they're two and two coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're uh, going to be a factor in the North central conference. Right. Uh, they're one and 0, and, uh, they'll probably end up them and Kokomo being, uh, being the two people that look into that. Okay. And, we have also uh, West Lafayette. West Lafayette, we hear about every year. They're three and one now. They lost a big ball game, the first first uh, ball game of the year to, uh, I think, Lafayette uh, Harrison. Right. Uh, beat them, and uh, they now they've got a uh, they got some ball games coming up. Uh, their conference foe is uh, Twin Lakes. All right, Twin Lakes and the Hoosier Conference, and Twin Lakes is coached by uh, Bud Wright's little boy right. uh, who left North Central and went up there uh, to Twin Lakes. So, uh, you know, that that's something that we can look forward to as we go along. Uh, Lafayette Central Catholic is one and three, um, but don't let that fool you. When tournament time comes, uh, Brian Nace, bunch will be uh will be ready to go so anyway those two areas i just wanted to highlight a little bit um as i look at the polls 6a is a big log jam at the moment okay if something has happened uh in 6a um of course ben davis played img the best one of the best teams in the nation right and uh lost by a couple touchdowns. Right. But uh anyway, in the polls this week, uh eighty-eight points and four first place votes for Center Grove, eighty seven points, or eighty-eight points, I guess. Center Grove was eighty nine, Ben Davis was eighty eight with three first place votes, and then Brownsburg got eighty five points with three first place votes. So mm-hmm. those are uh wow. You know, I mean, uh, three really big, uh, really, yeah, They're the, the six A's uh, down there in the South.
0: Right. Right.
2: Um, and, uh, Zionsville stepped up for the first time. In fact, uh, has got them rated number 10, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So, uh, anyway, they stepped up in a poll now, seven out of 10 in the five, a, uh, one, uh, we lost, uh, we lost a um, number two uh, who was Bloomington South. Right. Uh, we talked about that. They got beaten overtime by Bloomington North. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost, uh, Whiteland got beat by one point by uh, their uh, friends, uh And uh, also uh, in number eight, Decatur Central got beat. So, um, you know, they're, uh, 5A is uh, Fort Wade-Snyder, and uh, that's uh, you know that's where we're headed this week. Uh, interestingly enough, the Hammond Central team has jumped into the uh, lower part of the polls in 5A.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: And uh, what's also interesting is Hammond Central gets on the bus and drives to Pioneer High School this week.
0: Wow, a little road trip. 5A man.
2: versus 1A. That's, uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. that's
4: interesting, yeah.
2: absolutely. Okay. All right, in the foray, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Okay, uh, let's see. I'm trying to, uh, trying to remember. I probably have a look at what the notes say. But uh, anyway, uh, East Central is going to get all the votes down there. And uh, Northwood uh, lost to Northridge. Yes. Uh, you're familiar with that? Mm-hmm because uh, another big ball game this week coming up in the Northern lakes conference is uh, Northwood coming to Warsaw. Yep. And that ought to be a, uh wing dinger. Good I would show. imagine. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> number 10, uh, Brie uh, lost to Garen Catholic, Garen Catholic in three. A number two is, uh, having a heck of a year. I'll tell you that. All so, right. um, uh, a team from up north that uh, is not what you call a football power normally, uh, South Bend Riley right has entered the uh, they've Poles. Uh, entered the polls mm-hmm. yeah South Bend Riley and and looking at theirs uh, this week uh, they go down to Indianapolis to play Indianapolis Washington so mm-hmm. uh, Coach Lee is uh, doing everything he can to, to try to get things rolling up there.
0: Right. Uh, they're mm.
2: uh, By the way, they're 4-0. Mm-hmm. All right, 7 out of 10 in 3A, Chittard. Uh Chittard, 3A, uh, got 10 first-place votes. Uh, you would imagine they might after uh, they beat at 6A, Indianapolis Cathedral, 24-21 to 21 this right. weekend.
0: Heck of a while. So, game. Uh,
2: you know, here we go, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Gibson Southern. Uh was one of them that got beat by the Kentucky school that Mike South Warren that uh, Mike uh, talked about that right. uh, came up and uh, put the hammer on them. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, we've got uh, just, uh, what do we got? Weebo got beat. Yeah. Western Boone got beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, not uh, usually happens. Uh, Western Boone got beat and uh, Oak Hill. Got beat
0: yeah. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Coach Osborne.
2: Our buddy there uh, got beat for the first time. So, yeah. anyway, uh, in the 3A, uh, we have Hamilton Heights. Mm-hmm. A lot of famous coaches coached at Hamilton yes, Heights. On might long, in a long Long Yeah. Uh, Peru and Tippecanoe Valley. Oh, yeah, uh, has entered the poll mm-hmm. all right? And I was looking through the polls this morning, and uh, Tippecanoe Valley is ranked in the top 10 in the Sagrin ratings.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 They've been uh, good. Four and yeah, they've been good the four last o, couple of years. And
2: they, you know, yeah, they they don't get much respect for no. whatever reason. No, Nobody no. knows.
0: Right.
2: Nobody knows where Mentone is.
0: I guess you know? not. They <laughs> haven't good. been to the Bulldog Lounge like there I There
2: you go. Mm-hmm. In the uh 2A, uh 9 out of 10 made it. Uh one. And the one that got beat in 2A was modern Day. They're 1 and 3 now. Uh, they got beat by Memorial 9 to 6. Wow. I bet that was really a fun game to No, kid. You know, uh um, defensive. Announce. Yeah. We got three uh schools getting first place votes and cecina has got 8, Roundtown Central 1 and Andrean mm Mhm. So, um, as, you know, as I looked at the 2A and uh, Alexandria was mentioned, and uh, they've jumped into the poll, they're 4-0 mm-hmm. in 2A. Mm-hmm. In the 1A, uh, Lutheran continues to, you know, beat Dominate everybody. is a word. Uh, yeah, they dominate. That's a good way to put it. Uh, eight out of 10-1. Uh, the fourth-place team, South Putnam, got beat last week. Uh, In a barn burner, 51 to 49. Wow. Uh, Yeah, 51 to 49. Um, And then also, uh, North Judson got beat by our tribal Knox. Yes. Uh, You know, I've always said, and I don't know why I never did it, but I've always said that I really wanted to sometime go watch Knox play North Judson. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a fight, it's you know, it's a brawl. Oh, so yeah, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just not just a football game, right?
0: So, right,
4: anyway.
2: Uh, they, uh, I'm looking at the list Park Heritage, North White, and try have entered the polls, right? In 1A, okay, but uh, like I said, Lutheran has been the one that's. Uh,
0: Okay. You know, Adam oh, yeah.
2: central and Luther, yeah. that, you know, they're right. headed for a. they're headed for. A right. showdown.
0: I want to talk about, um, uh, one, uh, special team. that's uh, I've been noticing for the last couple of years, got a four and O club down there at West central down there, North of Francisville. Coach Mark Hall is doing his thing once again, and they are four and O on the season. So, uh, uh, hats off to them. They need a little love, too, because they don't get recognized much. But uh, uh, he's had the last couple back-to-back seasons, and this one he's building up another great season here, him and his team. So they're doing And they're hanging some points on people, 52 to 18, 42 to 8, 58 to 10. They're hanging some points up there, too. So uh, hats off and just a shout-out to Mark Hall. And uh, the West Central Tro- Trojans doing a job down there in the middle of a cornfield on the north side of Francisville, Indiana.
2: Well, as long as they keep winning, it'll be it'll be good at the end, yes. okay? Because it's you know, uh, as I look at you know, I, I did a survey and uh, how many undefeated teams are there in the state right now? You have any idea? No, I've, you don't know.
0: I have no idea. All right, thirty-five.
2: How about forty-five? Oh, ah, okay. Well, I was yeah. close. Yeah, okay. there's 45 undefeated teams. Uh, there's uh, what 64 that have one loss. I you know I don't I yeah. know why I keep things like <laughs> this, but anyway. Um, and the most people, uh, 13 in 3A are undefeated. Wow. Right? Okay. In 5A, there's only four teams undefeated. So mm-hmm. whatever that's worth. Sure. All right now, I've got a list here. I'll go real quick. Because uh, I know this is not something that, you know, the the conferences, okay? Sure. The conferences, uh, the big, oh, the big week in the conference.
0: Yeah, right? We've
2: got the Allen County Conference. Bluffton, who's four and is at Jay County, who's a four A team. Right. Okay. And like I said before, Heritage is four and and so is Adam Central, and uh, they're playing each other in that in that conference. It's been All a while right.
0: since Bluffton's been 4-0, and I'm thinking.
2: Yes, it has. Yeah. No question about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's probably been a while since they got since they didn't get beat by Norway. <laughs>
0: yeah, really?
2: You know. Uh, Central Indiana Conference is unique this week. Uh, they are getting together on Saturday, the eight teams, four games. Mm-hmm. And they're playing an Indiana Wesleyan. Oh, okay. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have four games this week and so wow. uh, two of the games I think uh, are something to think about here Alexandria is four and0 and Eastbrook is three and one and then Madison Grant is three and one and they play Oak Hill so yeah. um, that's you know that's normally a really really good conference yeah okay yeah. and that uh, looks like it. Mm-hmm. We got the uh, Circle City Conference, and of course, that's the uh, Ron Collie's in that, and right. uh, Ron Collie is at Garen Catholic this week. So, mm-hmm. uh, big big ball game, mostly for Garen Catholic, I right. think, because they're you know they're they're four and zero, they're number two and three eight. So, um, we have uh, in the Doonland, Valpo is at Chesterton. I don't know why I did that, but anyway, yeah. uh, you know everybody says doing is something special. Okay, right, right. In the Eastern Indiana Conference, East Central is at Batesville. Oh. Now, East Central's four and zero, and say they got the best team ever. Right. Maybe not ever, but you know for a long time. Top five. Batesville's four mm-hmm. and zero, uh, and it could be something, uh, something brewing down there. Sure. Um, it's at Batesville, by oh. the way. Mm. The Hoosier Crossroads. Mm-hmm. I think probably right now it's the best conference in the state. Really? Um, since the Mick lost Center Grove and Carmel. Right, right. All right, so we have Fishers uh, at Brownsburg this week. Mm-hmm. A couple top. Five teams and uh we've got westfield at hamilton southeastern
0: yeah that'll be something okay
2: so uh they're both uh four and oh so uh interesting uh, as we go along here the hoosier heartland mm-hmm. now there's small schools carroll in flora right is that eastern greentown mm-hmm. i went through eastern greentown the other day oh. um can't say as I've ever been through it. And then mm-hmm. Saturday, Clinton Prairie plays at Sheridan.
0: Oh wow, that'll be interesting. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, in the IFCA poll, it's seven and eight. Number seven, number eight. Mm-hmm. So uh, that uh, will go a long way deciding. Yeah. You know, deciding that conference and uh, Clinton Prairie is somebody that um, you know has has jumped up.
0: Yes, okay. showing uh,
2: up. No question about mm-hmm. that. Okay, we have a, a Hoosier Heritage Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Pendleton Heights. Is that New Palestine? Mm-hmm. Anytime you're playing against New Palestine, uh, you better buckle your chinstrap. Okay? New
0: Palestine. So Hoosier I- Hills.
2: Hoosier Hills. Bedford at Seymour. Mm-hmm. Hoosier Hills is not as strong as it was when Columbus East was dominating. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, the winner, as I looked at the list, the winner of that game, they may have something, mm-hmm. something going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the Hoosier North conference is a really strong conference. Hoosier North has got Pioneer in it. It's got Knox in it. It's got right. LaVille in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. LaVille uh, undefeated.
2: Actually, undefeated 4-0. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anyway, uh, this week I mentioned before, uh, Hammond Central is coming down to play at Pioneer, 5A yeah. versus 1A.
0: Yeah, hmm.
2: interestingly enough, right? Yeah. yeah, and in the Metropolitan Conference, the Mick Conference, mm-hmm. uh, they still have six teams there, and uh, two of them get together. Uh, they're both undefeated. Warren Central mm-hmm. at Ben Davis.
0: Ooh.
2: Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that'll be,
0: that'll be a smoker. Yeah.
2: In the uh, Mid Southern Conference, uh, we've got North Harrison at Brownstown Central. Uh-huh. Two 4 0, you know, mm-hmm. two 4 0 clubs. And sure. um, could make a big difference here. Uh, Northern Indiana Conference. New Prairie is at South Bend St. Joe. Yeah. That's the best game I could get out of that conference this week, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I said Northern Lakes Conference. Obviously, uh, Northwood is at Warsaw. Yep. Okay, we've got uh, North West, Cro- Northeast Crossroads, Hobart at Andran, mm, yeah. three and one, and two and two, but mm. good ballgame. Oh yeah, no question about yeah. that.
0: Typical okay. Andran Andran schedule. It just is incredible.
2: The Toka Lake, West Washington, who got beat first time last week, three and one at Paoli. That's a, a backyard scrap, sh- if you will. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, big ball game down in the pocket conference down there. Uh, North Posey at Herdick Hills. Mike talked about that. Yes, he did. Okay. At um, Sagamore, Danville at Uh Tri-West, at uh, Bloodbath, usually. Right,
0: right. Okay?
2: Uh, The Southern Indiana Conference, Castle goes to Vincennes-Lincoln. Rights and Memorial are the undefeated teams in that. Uh, Castle, I don't know what happened to them. They got beat first game by North. Um, they should be a factor in that. Of course, yeah. now they've got both Memorial and Rights to mm-hmm. play. Yep. So if they would beat them both, um, they'll jump up to the top. Right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. All right. In the Summit Conference, I mentioned the fact that Carroll is coming to Fort Wayne to play mm-hmm. Snyder. Yep. Um,
0: no love lost there. Those two, um, three
2: Rivers undefeated other. Peru at undefeated McConaughey
1: mm-hmm.
2: and our buddy Bob Bridge would know about that because that's what conference, uh, you know, it's Miami's in. Right. Okay. And, uh, the Tri Eastern conference, uh, try high school is that Centerville tries three and one Centerville's is undefeated. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's just, I just think that the conferences, uh, you know, it's it's hard to tell. Is this a big game? Is it not a game? But yeah. When you look at the ones that are at the top, uh, when they got two and zero, three and zero, or whatever. Uh, you know, I just felt like that uh, we should do a shout oh, out yeah. to the
0: absolutely to the conference. Well, I just okay? uh, I, well, and Mike brought it up, and you've talked about it forever too. And I totally believe it. This conference thing, I mean, right now, that's what we're playing for. I'm not. We're not worried about the sectional or anything else. Uh, I think across the state, you're looking to get your conference crown and get that put on your head first, and then you can go into the second season and start talking about sectionals and regionals and that kind of thing. But uh, I totally agree. You said it a long time ago. The conferences are the lifeblood of Indiana high school football, and it's because the communities are behind it. The kids are into it. The coaching staffs know each other. I mean, it's just uh, it's just uh, the pure essence of a really good uh, situation for uh, sports to be in, you know, and uh, uh, that's what makes it so great. These conference battles. So I'm glad that you did that, that you brought that stuff up, because that's important. You
2: know, your your pan uh, tigers this week. Oh wow! uh, No, you know, just exactly what you were talking about because you got. Northwood Panthers coming to town mm-hmm. and, uh, hang on to your hat. Oh
0: yeah. Because I mean, if, it,
2: if Warsaw could beat, beat Northwood, uh, boy, that's a big leg up for yeah. them. Uh, they can, you know,
0: absolutely. Um, uh, yep. yeah. So, I mean, and it, it's, you know, it's just, a, a great. What a great, I mean, they will be at Warsaw, if the weather's right, which it looks like it's going to be there, there'll be five, 6,000 people there to watch that game. And that's, you know, it's huge. Um, so, uh, and it's always such a battle, the pride that, uh, the schools take in uh, their teams and in their players and coaches and their communities and stuff. It's just a, it's a neat thing. It's a great competition that, you know, after people walk away from, they shake hands and, you know, you've been in a great battle and, uh, you know, may the best team win on that particular night. So that's where you're at with that. And that's, uh, to me, that's just a wonderful sporting situation to be in. So that's my thoughts on it. And I think it's uh, right. true across the state. All right, coach, we got anything else we need to talk about?
2: I don't think so. Uh, you know, looking forward to the week, obviously. Right. Uh, actually, right now I got a project on, and I'll give you a copy of that uh, shows the Indiana football coaches poll. Mm -hmm. The AP poll and the Sagrin poll. Okay. And uh, I'll put them side by side. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's interesting how different things are, you know, Sagrin's different because they do the computer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's more of a scientific, they're more scientific. than the coaches And the the media people. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, I see as uh, that. Kyle mentioned last week, when we were talking to him, it's it's probably a it's probably a good thing as far as uh, talking
3: about it and, and it, you know interest and all that kind of stuff. It really doesn't mean anything,
0: right? Right. You know, well, yeah, you know, you know, it's often the polls
2: really don't mean anything.
0: It's been often said though, you know, that the polls are for the fans, but everybody looks to them, and when you are on those teams that are ranked into these polls. You know that means something to the kids. Uh, The local newspaper and local media pick up on it. Uh, You know, number three is coming into battle against number one, or you know that kind of thing. So it's uh, it just all adds to the to the um, um, you know the contest. It all adds to the pageantry of uh, Indiana high school football when uh, they use those polls in that way. So uh, it just makes it more fun, I think, and more exciting for everyone to be involved in. So. So, Coach, thanks a lot. I look forward to seeing those. I'd like to see those things side by side and see what it looks like. I'd appreciate that. Yeah, well, I'll
2: get it done today, probably future copy of
0: it. All right. Well, everybody, keep doing a great job there. We're halfway through. Keep doing a wonderful job with our kids and teaching them to do the right thing. And everyone have a great week and good luck this coming Friday.